This is Simply Scott and I am Scott Pennick here to share with you a little bit that I've learned in 40 or so years walking around on this earth about staying healthy, staying fit or getting healthy and getting fit and finding simple ways to do it. And when I say simple, I don't mean easy, but I mean removing the complexity, removing the barriers to just starting. A lot of times that is a key, but not only starting, continuing with your uh, health and fitness regimen and habits, or we want them to become habits that are lifelong because health and fitness are something we both, we all, I should say, have to do for the rest of our lives. The rest of our lives. It's This isn't uh, like a lottery ticket that you can win and cash in and live off the interest for the rest of your life. You have got to actively pursue a healthy and fit life and lifestyle for the rest of your life or suffer the consequences, of course, if you don't. And today what I want to talk about is something that um, I think is gaining in awareness out there in the health and fitness world, and that is mobility. And by mobility, what I really mean is the freedom to move your body and as many, essentially, as many directions with as many um, angles of your joints as it is intended to move and to do so comfortably and safely, okay? Mobility is being able to stand up straight. Mobility is being able to put your hands straight up over your head. Mobility is the ability to squat down and uh, have your hips pretty stinking close to your ankles and to be comfortable in that position and have a pretty upright torso, okay? Mobility is the ability to, uh, you know, sit on the floor and get back up with relative ease, all right? These are all parts of mobility, And it's also critically important to address uh, stretching and preparing your body to be mobile with dynamic movements as well as uh, certain types of stretching prior to working out and then to help your body recover by uh, doing some additional work after you've worked out and Uh, This is something that you could also do on your rest and recovery days. If you want to keep your routine, continue getting up at the same time every day, maybe you work out in the morning, uh, one of your days, if you're taking a rest or recovery day or two days a week or something like that, could be strictly focused on improving your mobility. And uh, I will be the first to raise my hand and say that I have not always focused on this like I should and probably even still do not. But I have been through a few um, injuries and (laughs) situations where all I wanted was to be able to move freely without pain, right? I mean, once you get to be an adult and you're maybe less concerned about athletic competition and more concerned about life in general or more broadly, um, you want to move 
freely without pain. You want to be able to do the activities that you want to do um, and do it without pain. Now, mobility is a major factor in that uh, in that quest for you. So, prior to working out, look, it really depends on, on what you're going to be working out that day, right? Uh, I think this is obvious, but if you are having a lower body focus day, then the focus of your warm-up, including uh, stretching and mobility work, needs to be on your lower body. Now, here's one thing I will say. Do not overstretch, especially prior to warm-up. Um, the stretching should be light and moderate, and your there should be moderate activity ahead of your I'll call it your real workout, although this is is really part of your real workout. Um, So movements that are safe, movements that tend to be safe for most people if they're healthy and aren't dealing with injury or something like that are um, body weight movements at a very controlled pace, not too fast, right? We start out slow and sort of build speed and intensity. So something like for upper body, you know, push-ups are great, uh, light weight, uh, dumbbell overhead work. And as far as the mobility factor is concerned, your range of motion, which is something I should have mentioned earlier, is your range, full range of motion of your limbs and uh, body in general, uh, bands are a great way to warm up your body they pull on you while you pull on them. Okay, so again, I'm limited in a podcast format versus a video format to actually show you some warm-up routines, but I really encourage you to go to YouTube. I do have some on um, my uh, YouTube channel and Rachel's uh, YouTube channel, some fitness videos. We include some, not as many as we would like to have yet, Uh, videos about mobility. Uh, Some other good resources I'll just throw out if you're looking for videos. You can look up something called the Mobility WOD, W-O-D, which stands for Workout of the Day. Another um, company that makes a great mobility program is called ROMWOD. That's R-O-M for Range of Motion. And then WOD is the same thing, Workout of the Day. Yes, both of those companies have really made their names initially in the CrossFit world, which uh, uses the workout of the day acronym, WOD, uh, pretty frequently. But they are great places to go and find routines for the parts of your body maybe that need the mobility the most. I also strongly encourage people to look into yoga. Uh, When I was really in need of improving my mobility, I tried to spend two to three days a week doing yoga. There are so many yoga videos on, uh, on YouTube. You can go there. I like a guy called Yoga with Tim, but you find somebody that you like and it doesn't have to be long, but a 15-minute session or a 10-minute session, and, and I know that Yoga with Tim, he has made some short session videos uh, versus a full hour of yoga, which you might be looking for on your day off. And let me, let me encourage you to do this as well. Find the video that you want to use ahead of time. Uh, 
If you spend 15 minutes, I mean, I'm sure that most of us have wasted way more than 15 minutes surfing around on YouTube looking for things. But if you spend 15 minutes before your workout trying to find the video, then spend 15 minutes doing the mobility video, you're, you're done. You're done, right? Like your motivation to do a workout after that is limited. So that's fine if it's your rest and recovery day, but if not, then, um, you know, plan out ahead of time what you're going to use. Really encourage yoga videos uh, on YouTube as a great way, uh, along with things like Mobility Wad or ROM Wad, for ways for you to find specific workout routines, mobility routines that will assist you in targeting the areas that you really need. Post workout is something that uh, really gets ignored way too much. And again, it's really hard for me to go into a lot of detail about actual routines here on a podcast, but what I want to do is make you aware so that as you're planning your fitness or you're, you know, considering whether to go to a class or not, you know, one great reason to go to a class instead of trying to plan your own fitness routine is that the instructor in a good class, and this is one way to evaluate a class, the instructor will lead you through a warm-up routine, and unless it's something like spin, I don't think they do mobility uh, in spin and things like that, some of it should include mobility, range of motion, uh, work to warm up the areas that you're about to use. Now, at the end of the workout, you want to call it a cool down or whatever, this is a time when your body is warm, and this is actually the best time to enjoy or to get or to pursue mobility gains because you really warmed your body up. You really don't want to overstretch or overwork mobility prior to a workout. You want a little bit of tension uh, for moving weights and moving your body. But after the workout, you can hold um, I'll call them stretches. You might call them poses uh, for yoga or something like that. You can hold the positions longer to actually begin to increase your mobility. So this might be one of the most important things uh, that you get from this podcast is post-workout. Use that as time to increase your mobility. Your your body is warm. Your uh, muscle and joints, the blood is flowing. It's a great time to actually increase mobility and hold those poses longer so that that really tough tissue that's in your joints, which is one of the, one of the major things you're going to have to adapt to become more mobile, that, that tissue, you can hold it longer. Um, you know, typically the advice that professionals give again, you know, I'm not a physical therapist or anything here is a, is a two minute hold. If you're healthy and there's not an injury there, a two minute hold post-workout, move yourself gently into the position where you're increasing the mobility, but a two minute hold post-workout can really help increase mobility. So if you're a runner and you've got really tight hips, um, you know, something like uh, what is typically called a pigeon stretch, which is a stretch sort of where you get on the ground and the, um, 
you have one leg in front of you where with your knee out and it's bent and so you know if it's your left leg your left knee is pointing out to the left and your left foot is point is sort of towards the right of your body and it's coming around in front of you and you've got a nice straight uh, body position and your right leg would be behind you then and you lean into that stretch and hold it when you know find a comfortable tension but a place of tension where you're moving it what I like to do too is go is at, before I move into a longer hold I will go down into the position two or three times slowly for maybe five seconds to sort of warm up and before I go down into a longer hold and hold that position for like two minutes uh, per leg, for example. You know, if you're dealing with shoulder issues, you know, find a shoulder stretch that you can go deep, deeper with post-workout. It could be something as simple as child's pose or downward dog, although two minutes of downward dog seems like a long time to me. Maybe it's not to true yogis, but, um, you know, to, and really feel the stretch in your uh, shoulders. Of course, downward dog, you'll also be stretching um, hamstrings and calves and, and some other things as well. But so take these things into consideration. Do not ignore mobility. Ignoring mobility is a good way to end up injured, um, tight, in pain, uh, not being able to enjoy life and not being able to continue pursuing your fitness program. So take the time before and after. Again, this topic is really better suited to video, but this is a podcast, so I'm doing what I can here. And do not forget that post-workout mobility work. Uh, one other note, let me throw in here, I meant to include and I uh, didn't check it off yet, is post-workout. Eccentric work is great for um, muscle recovery. So what that is, is essentially an eccentric movement is where your um, body is moving away from the ends of your extremities. So <laughs> uh, what does that mean? So eccentric movement in a pull-up, for example, would be once you're at the top of the pull-up, letting out the pull-up is eccentric, that downward motion, right? Yeah, Scott, I just worked out. I'm not doing pull-ups for my post-work. Okay, get a band and use the band to pull on your um you know, to pull, whether it's on your hamstring, um, your hips. Again, you're gonna have to look up videos to get some ideas on this, but these are the things you should be looking for. Um, band, you know, stretching with bands, mobility work with bands, uh, post-workout mobility work, mobility work for fill in the body part that you need to work on, okay? Or that you will be working on today so that you know what to do afterwards. But eccentric work, that stretching, that pulling out, that sort of, negative, sometimes we call it the negative aspect of the movement is a great post-workout way to help your muscles recover. In addition, use the time for improving mobility so that you can become more mobile, not just warm up to do a workout, but become more mobile so that your next workout 
is better and better and better. And you can move better, you feel better, you're able to do more activities. Mobility is a really critical part of your fitness regime. Again, I, I just took this topic almost on a dare. A friend recommended it and it's, it's not incredibly well suited to the podcast format, but I hope I've at least raised your awareness that this is something really important for you to focus on. Use some of the resources I mentioned, search for YouTube videos, and just find, again, with the simple thing, just find a few routines that hit some of your target areas and focus on those. Don't spend a lot of time surfing for videos. Find someone who's reliable, who's got some solid uh, videos, enough videos, uh, for you to look through and maybe follow one particular individual, whether it's for yoga, whether it's for mobility specifically, or whether it's for both, and follow uh, some of the videos there and you will see some incredible fitness improvements and you will just feel better. I mean, this is one thing, if I can tell you one thing that you will just feel better, the ability to move and the direction you wanna move and to have full range of motion with your body parts, is amazing. If you're wondering how wonderful it feels, I want you to watch toddlers or young kids playing and just imagine what it would feel like if your body could move that freely and with that much joy and expression without worrying about pulling something like your back or your hamstring or not being able to get back up, right? So if you're just thinking that maybe this isn't worth it, just watch some toddlers or young children playing and just think about being able to move your body like that again. And it might motivate you to take this seriously. I hope you found this helpful, maybe a little bit entertaining, hopefully a lot helpful, at least created some awareness about a really important aspect of fitness. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, keep it simple because if it's simple, you'll do it. And if you do it, you'll get results. And that's what we want. Let's do it. Talk to you soon.